tips and opinions on the Olympic sport of fencing. For fencers, by fencers, with Danny and Josh, we are two fencers from the Desert Fencing Academy. Together we have a combined 28 years of fencing experience. Hello fellow fencers, now it's time for your strategy tip and discussion. First we're going to review the basic strategies. And this is something I need to keep remembering when I'm at tournaments. Oh, it helps you when you're competing. First thing to remember is to observe. Watch your opponent's feet. They'll tell you if they're sloppy or tight. When you watch your opponent's feet, you'll see if their feet are moving like pistons straight up and down, that's tight. If they don't have anything really particular, there's no real rhythm, they're just kind of loose and out there, and they take big steps, that means they're sloppy. And I would also say, too, just from uh, an observer's perspective, always pay attention to what your opponents are doing, because you'll find sometimes that people who belong to the same clubs happen to do the same tendencies. They happen to do the same ritualistic thing. And if you pay attention to these particular cues, you can let people in your club know to look for certain cues, which will help them maybe in a DE or in their pool bouts. That's true. I've seen a lot of stuff that's common to uh, all fencing clubs. You know, everybody's got their individual style, but also a club has their own style. Another thing that you can tell from sloppy feet is if they lead an attack with their lead foot. They step in with their foot first on their attack. That means they have sloppy feet. That will tell you you will have the timing to take the parrot or post, and if you're really fast, you can get an counterattack with one light in foil, saber, or epic. Absolutely. Mostly I'm an FA fencer. Here and there I practice with foil if I have to. <laughs> Foil's not that bad. I love foil, but I just I got too big for my lame. But <laughs> Danny, you know a bit more about foil. What do you say about the lead foot? How does that affect the foil? Oh, man. In, in foil, it's almost a killer. If you're leading with your foot and you have that foot come out a full tempo before your hand, you're just giving you're, you're just giving your timing away to your opponent. It, that is just such an important thing, especially when you're talking about foil. You really need to get that hand out there before that foot and just your timing and your mechanics. It's just so important. Those are the things you really need to, when you're at your fencing club, when you're at your saw, just to hammer home because it's that set of foundations, that, found, that basic set of principles that's going to It'll just be amazing how much those little things will help help you tremendously when you're fencing in a bout. Yeah, that's true. you got to really make sure you put your, well, basically, your tip forward first. That's got to lead the attack. So if you watch your opponent and they're leading with their foot, you know that you have the time and you just take advantage of it. Now, if they're leading with their point like they should be, that means that you got to have proper distance. Just tag you've got a real fence on your hand. So that means that you really have to fence. Otherwise, it should be a steamroll. Also, if your opponent has sloppy feet, you're going to be able to time your attack between their steps because usually they'll take large steps. And the large steps means that in between their steps, they're off balance and they can't move backwards from your attack. So as they're stepping forward with that huge step and you attack into it, they can't move back and get out of the distance. So it's all yours. As long as you grab their blade in the right place and you push forward, you've got the point. Be sure to like your line. Definitely. Also, at the same time that you are watching your opponent and picking out the flaws, you need to simultaneously observe yourself. You know, that takes some practice, but every time you do go to practice and you do train, 
keep the awareness on your opponent and keep the awareness on yourself simultaneously so you can know that you have the correct form and that you're leading your attack correctly against your opponent. Exactly. I think really what this boils down to is that when you're fencing, you need to reinforce your footwork drills. You, you can't just jump into a, a bout and start bouting right away, even though that's going to want to be what you want to do, just get out there and start scoring points and trying to see what works as far as your hand goes, but you really can't ignore that which your feet are doing. And I think it's really important, too, to cement those fundamentals at your fencing solve, because once you get on the strip, you really should just be focusing on that which your opponent is doing, and everything that you're doing should really just be second nature to you. You should just be coming and flowing, and you should just be able to know that your footwork is going to be solid. And it should just fall into place. But of course, not everybody's going to do that. So one thing that you should consider when you've, you're coming on guard on strip is to do a mental inventory of your body placement to check to see if your form is correct. And that will prepare you to keep your footwork tight, which means that you have small steps, controlled steps. I mean, your toe is pointing directly at your opponent because the way that your toe points is really going to determine if your point is on target or not. I've seen a lot of people tend to point their toe inward, and that will tend to point their point inward. And not to mention, too, how important it is where your toe is pointing, especially for your lead foot. You want it to point at your, you want it to point forward always, especially if you want to have a long-lasting career as a fencer. The last thing you want to do is tear a knee muscle, and that is basically what's going to happen if you have really bad footwork with that lead foot. You're just going to end up injuring that lead knee. So I can, ex- I personally need to express to you how important it is to have good footwork, because good footwork will save your knees. Thanks for listening to this section, the strategy tips and discussion. If you have anything to say, if, if you like what we're talking about, or if you think we suck, you know, tell us at our blog. Or rather, if you have more to add to this information. Exactly. And if you have any suggestions for certain things that you'd like to hear about on this uh, podcast, let us know. Uh, you can visit us at fencingupdate.blogspot.com. And let us know what you think. Also, a really good source of information for strategy tips is a website that we found, fencing.net. And we'll have a link to that on our blog. Come visit us, check it out, and check out our links. See you on the strip.